What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another Bob's Burger Field Day <laughs> with Wifey and Wifey. I am Wavy. This is Baby. Say hello. Hello, everyone. My name is Tuesday. And when I've had a long day, I like to indulge in a little Bob's Burgers. I hate that show. So there's hey. that. Uh, it's cool though. You know, I, I tolerate it. it. I do. She, she suffers through it. plenty of shows for me. Rom-coms, yeah. all of it. Yeah. But anyways, welcome to Wifey and Wifey. I'm Tuesday, my wife Wavy, and we're here for a podcast. Very interesting. Why are you telling my name again? You throwing me off. <laughs> I'm messing with you, baby. Go ahead. <laughs> We have a very interesting podcast episode planned. My wife has already decided she's going to act up. So it should be a very entertaining episode. Before we start, though, how are you? My baby, the love of my life. You ain't got to be so dramatic. I'm doing well. The woman I married on April 28th, 2019. <laughs> The year of our Lord. Is it my turn now? Yeah, go ahead. You done with your bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing good. Nine years. <laughs> I'm doing well. A bliss. She's not going to talk over me. That's what's not about to happen. Especially for somebody so ticklish. That's wild. <sighs> I will grab your leg. You okay. Grab I'm, your leg? I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Truce. 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 <laughs> Truth, smile. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, doing good. Had the day off today. Made some moves today. Did some things today. And you know, maybe one day we'll be great. Who knows? Maybe one day. Yeah. Today felt all right. You know, not quite great, but I, I gave it a good solid seven out of ten. I'll take that. I'll take yeah. seven out of ten. It wasn't bad. Kids got a new caseworker. Yeah, so we met our new caseworker. Hopefully that's better than it has been. Um, or maybe it won't be. Who knows? Only Man. time will tell. How are you, love? With your 7 out of 10 day? I'm good. Uh, shout out to anybody who does like social work because y'all work too much and y'all do too much. And I, I be feeling bad, but... It's not my problem, to be honest. Yeah, being on the other end of it is kind of like also like... Also, uh, just as tiring. So, yeah, it's also tiring. You know? But like I said, it was a 7 out of 10 day. We had a good day together um, with the littlest one. We had pizza for dinner. Been finishing up a little bookie book because that's what I do. I'm editing a bookie book because I'm your wife and I love you. Yeah, so we're doing we're making some moves over here. Uh yeah, I get to choose which topic. She always tells the topic anyway, so why do I gotta choose? Just surprise me. That's what happens most of the time, anyways. Today we are going to talk about the seven year itch. And if you don't know what the seven year itch, it's the idea that after seven years. Roundabout. Roundabout. Things can start getting a little shaky, a little quaky in a relationship. Um, that's around the mark where people start getting divorced or breaking up or whatever. And why is that? Is it true? Is it real? Why? 
we're gonna deep dive not really deep dive we're just uh, we don't what, have no sources to cite what they we're say just, on, uh, we're just talking shit on uh for loops we're not uh we're journalists, not journalists investigators, investigators or psychologists, or psychologists. <laughs> so i'm just someone running my goddamn mouth every day you feel I'm a, I'm a fiction writer so a lot of this shit really off the dome off the dome freestyle nah y'all we be giving y'all some, <laughs> some some gems whether y'all collecting them putting them in the safe not my business throw them out hey not my business um yeah so seven year itch that's we've been together uh nine years coming up in april so i guess we're kind of over that hump sure we've... yeah been past the seven year mark. Did you feel an itch? Did you feel like tension in our relationship when we hit a certain milestone, whether it was seven or five or whenever? I don't know if it had anything to do with milestones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we've been through a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um. There was a point where you like gave me an ultimatum and I think I went off on you a little bit like about our relationship uh but that wasn't at seven years I think that was at like five and a half ish because I mean it was at least a year before we moved in here which would be yeah. like six five and a half yeah so around that time uh five and a half ish that so was a short-lived tension that was like it was, Two but days. I mean, <laughs> of us getting into it. It was, but I mean, that's the only time I could think of where it was like, the fuck is going on in this relationship? <laughs> um, not like off the wall. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was kind of off the wall crazy, but you know, whatever. We were young and dumb and doing stupid stuff and upset. Yeah, hormones run rampant. Anybody in a lesbian relationship knows right that. Now. Um, maybe we were both on our period. I don't know. It's quite uh, possible. So, I mean, other than that, I mean, I I really don't know if I feel like the seven year itch is a thing. I think people tend to have this expectation that everything's always going to be new and exciting, but eventually things have to settle into a comfortable normal. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, after a while, it, it takes a while to really get to know somebody, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't realize that. They think that, oh, man, we met each other and we fell in love. And in six months, he proposed at a year. And then we got married at two years. And then, you know... It's just going to continue to be like high after high and topping after topping after topping. Yeah. When eventually like the dust settles and you actually know almost everything about your partner and there's not always going to be like something to be topped and excitement to be had. Some days are just like normal oh, goodness, life, yeah. you know? Um, and I think people tend to get to the point where it's like you don't want that you always want excitement and that's not real life yeah the honeymoon period can't last forever and people sometimes 
seem not to know how to deal when that period is over. And to me, I definitely agree. Um, the honeymoon does not last forever. And when the dust settles and things plateau and it's just like you, we're like creatures of habit because we're humans, right? So it's like you come home, you put on Bob's Burgers, y'all eat dinner and then you go to bed. And that's just the cycle of life. And, you know, not saying that you can't have excitement or infuse different like things into your relationship. But for the most part, once you have established a relationship, y'all have gotten to get to know each other, the honeymoon is over, the butterflies ain't fluttering like they used to, these butterflies is old, I still get them, but the butterflies, they look, they look slow, you know, they look, they I look wouldn't dusty. even say slow, it's just like certain things for me, yeah. like, Certain things always give me butterflies, and mm. some stuff like you just mellow Get used out. To, yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that butterfly feeling should not be the be the thing, thing that equates you to like your relationship being worth your time and exciting. Like that's yeah. insane. Because like I said, I still get butterflies. Like if it's been even just a couple hours, and I see you, you walk in the door, I get you know a little fluttery feeling, but it's not new and exciting to see your face every day. We've been looking at each other for nine, years. for nine years. She's still beautiful to me. I still love her. But to think I'm just going to get like this overwhelming physical, emotional, psychosomatic response every time she walks in a room after nine years is kind of like, lunacy whoever knew when you send me that terrible picture on craigslist that Man. end up here the picture was bad i wish that i knew how to get that picture it was terrible i might still be able to dig it up <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like it's just you it, life is monotonous we're all kind of just living in a loop for the majority of it and y'all there's nothing wrong with that then you're gonna have people talking about Man, Tuesday and Wavy making it seem like being in a relationship is not even worth my time if it's gonna be boring and this and that. That is not what we're saying at it's all. It's not. Not you at all. You fall into what's supposed to be a comfortable norm with your partner. Yeah. Uh, we're saying monotonous, and I think that sometimes has a bad connotation, but you fall into a comfortable norm with your partner where you guys are working, striving for better for your family, for your mm -hmm. life, and you're going to work. And, and I mean, that's just life. Not everybody's life, but for the majority of people, that's just how it is. Yeah. Um, and there's always a way to make it exciting and, yeah. you know, have those moments of rekindling and making sure that the fire doesn't burn out. But I think people sometimes are selfish. And that's where you get this thing where, like, the seven-year itch comes in because people feel like, oh, well... You're not doing the same things that you used to do when we first got together and I'm just tired of it because people do tend to change their expectations Yeah. once a relationship gets to a, a certain point of seriousness, which to be honest, is not fair. I feel like we've touched on this prior maybe to where 
if you're doing certain things for somebody all the time in mm-hmm. a relationship and then all of a sudden you tired of doing it, like, yeah, they're going to kind of be confused because, mm-hmm. I mean, you've been doing it for five years. Why would I expect you to do anything different? Especially if you're not a couple with good communication, right? Yeah. Um, And then now they're looking for those things that they used to see in you and somebody else possibly, or, you know, they're resenting you because you're not showing up in the way that they're used they're to, used to, or that they feel that they need when really, if y'all would have just had a conversation or somebody would have just opened their mouth about how they're feeling, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I think even for us, there are like, there's times when I feel like I've dropped the ball and I could do more, but I think we communicate enough where it's like, we have two kids and so much going on. She know I'm tired because I be telling her and vice versa. <laughs> like, so it's not like, I'd be like, well, why she didn't write me a love letter? Why she didn't kiss my cheek? You know, we try to put in as much effort as we can to, keep things interesting and stay connected. And, you know, even if it's like simple things, we've talked about um, the notebook we write in, even like lately we've been um, rewatching or like binge watching uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. We started from the very beginning and we'll just sit here together and watch and talk mess and just have a good old time yeah and that's i feel connected to her it doesn't have to be this grand exaggerant thing yeah and i think that's one of the reasons why the seven year itch comes because it's like people have such an unrealistic um idea of what a relationship is and what it means to be in love and it's completely unsustainable. Yeah, this you can't go on helicopter rides and um, three dozen roses at somebody's house every Tuesday night when you want to spice it up. You know, like you have I to mean, find unless you got it like that. That's your business. If you do, lucky you. Hey, hit me up. Buymeacoffee.com uh, backslash wifey and wifey. If you got it like that, <laughs> for for regular people, that's just not a thing. You know, you have to find small ways to stay connected on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, And you have to put the work in consistently. It's like sometimes you'll, I know we live in this age of like social media, right? And a lot of the times people will say like, if your relationship is work, you probably shouldn't be in it. Like those people. Probably not in relationships. Probably not in relationships. At all. And if they are in relationships, they probably won't be in relationships in the next year. Yeah. Because even when you love somebody wholeheartedly and loving them is easy, you still have to work. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like, you can't... Love is not enough as far as, like, the emotion, Mm -hmm. right? Because emotions are not actions. They do nothing. Except make you feel a certain way yeah so the fact that i love her isn't going to make her dinner or wash the dishes or you know clean the bedroom or the bathroom or you know fold the laundry like love don't do that love gives me the feeling of like hey i appreciate this person and i want to do something for them that way Mm -hmm. they're less overwhelmed but I still have to put the action into it. Yeah. 
So I think that's where people are like, love should never be hard. I mean, it's not hard, but you still have to put in work for your relationship. It just, it is. Love ain't hard, but life is. And if you're committing your life to living with someone, being in love with them and going through this crazy up and down journey that we're all on, then yeah, you have to put some work in. It's going to be some tough times. It's going to be when like, Y'all are getting on each other's nerves or, you know, even just rough patches. All of those things are normal. What you have to do, what the way you react to it is how you get on the other side of this quote unquote itch. Because yep. it's very easy to be like, I don't want to do this anymore. But if any time you, you're saying that to yourself, you basically, you're done. Yeah. Because if it's that easy for you to turn your back, whether it's it seven months seven years 20 Where, years what were y'all really at that point you it's know. just it's it's a thing of convenience and this is not this this ain't about that yeah it, a real relationship is not that yeah. you know what i'm saying and i think at seven years that's the point where things start getting complicated people have been together for a while life has changed and it's not convenient anymore so that's where the itch comes from it's not convenient. It's not easy. There's so much work to do. There's so much life stuff to get through with someone that you probably, you might not want to know how to communicate with properly. And this gets so hard um, in relationships that haven't laid those foundations that it's easy to jump ship because the ship is the ship was sinking before the seven years it's all these things that led up to it and it's like we tell y'all all all the time that communication is so important and it really is because a lot of that feeling of like oh i'm just over this is because there was no communication like you know because you get people that are ready to break up over small things yeah but it's not really over the small thing right uh but all that stuff just builds up over time and it's like that stuff bothered you from the beginning Mm -hmm. you just never said anything because you were so in love and so like rose-colored glasses and then now that there are starting to be bigger issues all the smaller stuff is making the bigger stuff even bigger you know what i mean whether it be like, oh, he don't ever pick up after himself or she don't never uh, cook or clean, cook or, clean whatever. or whatever. And they probably were doing that stuff from the beginning, but now maybe y'all are having a large strife and it's straining you even more. And those small things are stretching you thinner and thinner and thinner until you break. Exactly. And but if you would have been communicating about those things, maybe y'all would just have this one issue right now instead of so many compounding on top of each other. Yeah, I think that's like the biggest tip I could give to get over the hump of this seven-year itch or whatever, like, is to not take off the rose-colored glasses, have the hard conversations. We've told friends this before. If you having a problem in your relationship now, that's irking you now after six months, a year, In five years, you are going to be over it. Who would want to deal with the same 
petty problem day in and day out for five years. That would break anybody down. The thing is, though, you don't have to deal with it. You can say something. And then if they don't change, then you know that this is probably not going to work out anyways because they don't respect you enough to even try. Yep. And people will say like, oh, you shouldn't have to change for anybody. But I feel like we've definitely said this before and we'll probably say it again. If you're not willing to change something small for somebody, that's probably not who you need to be with. Yeah. People will be like, oh, you shouldn't have to change for them. If they really love you, then they wouldn't ask you to do that. But some stuff you need to change for yourself anyway. Yeah. So why wouldn't you change it for somebody you love? You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, Just because you've never done it before doesn't mean it's not the right thing to do. Exactly. And I think people say change and they think like this big, like monumental sense of self. And a lot of the time when you're coming to someone, you love who they are and their identity. The things that you're asking them to change have nothing to do with have nothing to do with their personal identity. You're your asking, shopping problem is not a part of your identity. That's not a personality trait. It's not your inability to start the dishwasher is not a personality trait. Not at all. The fact that you don't put your clothes in the the hamper not a personality trait. You could definitely you change can it. change that. You can change and become the type of person who starts the dishwasher or manages your money better or you know any of those things for the sake of your partner's happiness and your happiness together. Yep. And that that would be the second thing. Be willing to take the critique sometimes, take take it on the chin and realize none of us are perfect and sometimes the things that your partner is asking you to do it might be small but it might be the make or break. And it might be extremely important yeah a lot of the times i notice in relationships that people tend to be dismissive yeah of the way that their partner is coming to them with like hey this is the issue i'm having is there a way that we can fix this as a couple to move forward and you just like well it didn't bother you a month ago yeah well, it's bothering me now. Can we find a way to get past it? And instead of fixing it, you're just like, oh, I don't care what you're talking about. Like, come on now. This is your partner. You guys are working towards a future and you're dismissing the things that they say as if they just some nigga off the street, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, I was actually watching um, Abbott Elementary, which I love. She kind of walked in on it. So she was kind of like, what the hell is this but um the main character quinta brunson's character she has a boyfriend of 10 years and he's a wannabe rapper that basically drives her car around all day while she's at work and she tells him one day when she's getting dropped off at the school hey our rent is going up and i really need you to look at the budget it's on the fridge and he's just like oh yeah 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 whatever And he keeps dismissing her and keeps dismissing her. And that just seems like such a small thing, such a small ass, look at the budget so we can move forward and know what to do. And it's like, so like, uh, it's not important to me. And when you're telling someone constantly that the thing that they're saying is not important, 
eventually they're going to internalize and start to feel like you they're feel not they're not important. Yep. Um, and you could literally just see that on the show to where she got to her breaking point. It was like, like, just do it. Just look at the damn fucking sheet. It's not that big of a deal. Just look at it. And um, then you get that person and they're like, why are they tripping? But you literally been dismissing everything I say for the last two weeks. It's just causing unnecessary tension and strife. Mm-hmm. When life is already stressful enough, you yeah. don't have to add to anybody's plate and you shouldn't have to accept any more bullshit from your partner, let alone. Yeah, you, you get enough from the world. The rest of the world. Especially like, you know, we are queer people doing a show, you know, for everybody, but for queer people. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're both black women. We're black, lesbian queer. women. Like when you're in a space like that, I don't need any negativity <laughs> at my house. At all. Um, we deal with so much being marginalized. You know what I mean? That it's like, I don't want to deal with that yeah. shit from my wife. I just don't. I don't want to deal uh, with any gaslighting. I don't want to deal with the dismissive attitude. I got to deal with uh, the white man in America out in this world. And I want to come into my home and feel heard and seen and valid and mm. know that I don't have to feel like I need to get out of anybody's way or make myself smaller or change who I am in order to make somebody else happy because this is a relationship and we're supposed to be making each other happy. Exactly. You know? And like I said, seven years of being feeling like you're not seen, not heard, not safe. Yeah. You don't want to leave. <laughs> Yeah. So maybe, I mean, maybe the itch is real, it, but like I said, maybe. it's if you're building on top of mud, your house is going to crumble. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to me also, like, don't use the seven year itch as an excuse to be an asshole in your relationship. Yeah. Um, if, if you're not happy, it probably happened way before seven the seven year itch. Uh, I think a lot of the times people just kind of what we've been saying, reach their breaking point at that time. And that's where a lot of that statistic of like the seven year itch comes in at because you've been holding on to a bad relationship that you knew you didn't want to be in for so long. And that was the time where I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah. So I'm going to go out and I'm going to cheat and I'm going to break your heart or I'm going to do what I want to do. And we just going to call it quits. And yeah. but like, you could have did that in year three when you realized that that wasn't the person for you. Yeah. You know, but I, I see a lot that people hold on to relationships that they know Way longer than are they not should. good for them, that they're not going to go anywhere or, you know, I don't know. So, yeah, maybe the seven year itch does exist. I mean, you could tell us, y'all, y'all let us know. To me, everything is just an excuse. Y'all already know that. Everything is an excuse for you to do what you want and not be grown and not communicate. Um, and that's just not life. So, how about you? Put your big girl panties on. Put them on, sis. And you can do this. Figure it out. Be grown. Say what you got to say. Be clear, direct, 
and loving with your partner and hopefully everything goes great and there is no seven year itch and you could just keep it moving yeah because i mean even if you bail out of one relationship the next one's not going to be no better if you're not getting better uh that's just my opinion though Nah, baby. It was the it was the partner. It wasn't them. So the relationship. Will be oh, okay. All my exes yeah. are crazy tight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do it. We it's never you. It. It's, it's always there. Red flag, but whatever. Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, you guys. We appreciate you guys for rocking with us today. Interesting topic. Please weigh in on the Instagrams. Wifey letter in wifey. If you're listening on Spotify or streaming, jump over to YouTube. Comments like all the things um random if you have followed me on instagram don't do it anymore because my instagram got hacked wavy underscore painter is dead bum, uh, bum, bum. yeah just thought i'd throw that in there we'll throw in new handles <laughs> i'm still at tuesday rights she's at wavy dot painter Turning over a new leaf, doing some new things. Yeah, so we appreciate you guys for being here. As always, thanks for rocking with us. And we are out of here, y'all. Peace.